Maddie, you have to do something. You want to? If you have to, you have to do something you've never done. If you want something you've never had. And that is a quote from what Scarface? No. Or is that is that like a quote from like some gangster? No. It sounds pretty gangster. I don't think it's gangster. No? I think that's like a self-help quote. I've heard that I've heard that in <laughs> uh, in, in in various circles. Uh Is that is that is that a program? Yeah, if you want something if you want to do you want to do something you've never done, if you want something you've never had. I literally <laughs> I literally said that to a guy yesterday. In regards mm. to like a guy, I mean, I was talking to a guy about his problems of trying to keep his shit together. And I go, if you want new results, you got to try doing shit you've never done. And yeah. it's true, even though it's like saying that kind of shit is really like, it can be a little cringy, but you got to say it. But we're it's talking- a little cringy, but I think most cliches are real. That's why they're cliches. It's true. This is you true. Know? If you want some new shit, right? If you want something- Insanity. If you want- Insanity. It's just, if you you're doing do, it. If you want to, you have to do something you've never done if you want something you've never had, right? And this is like, this is, this, this is, I think this is one of the best back tattoos I've ever seen. Me personally, when I see something like this, I'm like, fuck. I wish I didn't get my back tattooed when I was like 23 and I got some like, I have like a reaper on a Pegasus and it looks like, it's like Sons of Anarchy tattoo on my entire back. And nope. It's just like this is like it's got guns. It's got a sick. What's the car? What's the car? Um, that is. Is a, that like a? That is, is a that Rolls a Royce. That's a Rolls. Is that a Rolls? That's a Rolls Royce. Royce Wraith. There's an NPC player. Uh, there's two security cameras. There's a. There's a. There's a. Um, a suitcase. A, a suitcase full of either bearer bonds, gold bars, or money. Um. There's four spray cans. So I know this dude's a writer. Um, mm -hmm. two guns, a ski mask. Then there's that dog. Uh, that's the dog from, uh, I forget the name of the dog. Taco has this dog. It's like a, they're shaped like a bullet. You know what the name of the it dog looks is? Like, uh, Jason? No, that's not a pit bull. It's like the English terrier. No, it, it, it's the one, um, English with terrier. The face. English terrier. It's the hockey, that guy, uh, Spuds the McKenzie. Guy. Spuds McKenzie. Spuds McKenzie has that dog. Hello, Spuds, Spuds McKenzie, McKenzie America. the hockey player. Then there's a Shebs. Gordy Howe. What's that? What is that? What is the Sheb? Is Shebs, that his name? I, I assume the dude writes Shebs. Uh, do you think so, or do you think that's a rip? No, I think that if he has a Shebs throw up on his back, either he writes Shebs or the the dude that did the tattoo writes Shebs. Like I don't know who this guy is. I'm looking at this cold. <laughs> He's got the bolt cutters, which also lends himself to being. This is all graffiti, right? Security cameras, bolt cutters, uh, four spray cans. I would. It's I a would, lifestyle. Women, women, guns, money. Yeah. Roll everything that the graffiti world, uh, you know, promises. This is everything. Girls, money, power, respect. These are the promises. Everything that the spray pan, the spray can, it, 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 it offers. It promises the world. And what does it really give you, Two Tone? What I'm, does it really I'm give you? I'm gonna be real with you. For the rare few, for there's a rare breed of graffiti mm. writer that gets all this shit. Right, <laughs> there's like one point one point zero zero one percent. It's the same with with any of these, you know. Alex Monopoly. What? Alex Monopoly. No. See, Jason. J just, I'm going to nickname him Showstopper. This, this is what I'm talking about, Jason. Grinding halt. You are such a...
he's a goddamn speed bump. He's a fucking speed bump. Me and Two Tone. I was just about to say. So you've met Shepard Fairley, right? Like Shepard Fairley and you were best friends. I would. I. I. Uh. Are Are we best friends? No. Have you met Shep? Shep? Is sure. this Shep? Do you think that's Shebs? Do you think? Do you think this is? Do you think this is uh, Giant? Yes, it's Mike Giant. Mike Giant did this tattoo, and then he wrote Shebs on it. No, this has nothing to do with Shepard Ferry or Mike Giant. I don't know who this dude is, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you. Uh, I think this is a, I think this is a sick back piece. You, you, listen, you've seen like it's one, so cool. It's so cool. Like you see one side of the of the of the tattoo world where you, you know you get a back piece that takes literally you know 127 hours to do right mm, like you do mm. the out like you see you know we've known guys who have gone through this i don't have it but i have friends of mine that have it so the back piece that goes from the back of your neck to the bottom of your ass cheeks and you're spending yeah. time in that chair and it's the most intricate crazy biggest you can see it from fucking 10 blocks away this guy fucking one one color one shot i bet you i bet you this dude ate a handful of norcos and fucking he just banged it out in one city i'm guessing i don't know anything well that's about what i was guy. gonna say what do you imagine if he just had like what what <laughs> if he did it piece by piece like what do you think that the fence cutters was number one or do you think he just like all of a sudden was just like put that uh briefcase of cash on my back like which one was it what was the first one if he was going like oh you think you, you think know, he chunked color it in? by numbers. You think he pieced, You think he did piece by piece. You don't think he did it in one sitting? No, <laughs> you could do this all in one sitting. I think at I think least so. the outline, and then went back for Phil. I think but so. But I, I still, I did my outline. It took six hours to do my outline. Yeah. And it was like, you know, I used to be able to get tattooed. Like that's the thing in my brain now. I'm like, I can't get tattooed longer than like 45 minutes. Oh. So it's just like, if I walk into a tattoo shop, it's just the, the last time I got tattooed. I think was like well over a year ago and I got like a couple little butterflies. I'm just filling in like weird spots on my belly. And I'm just like, the fatter I get, the more little spaces come up. So I just like <laughs> more, fill it in with like more little real, it's baby like, butterflies. It's like the water receding on the wetlands. Like more of it just like this little beach head opens up and they're like, oh, let's, let's plop a chicken right there. Let's just do a little tattoo of a bone. Yeah. Yeah, like put like a little baby head in there smoking a cigar. Yeah, that'll fit perfect over those six stretch marks. Thank yeah. you. I don't. I don't have the. I don't have the tenacity to sit through tattoos. I don't even have the will. What's on your back? And nothing. There's nothing on my back. I never. Tattooed. You have nothing on your back. Absolute, you got a blank, dude. Absolutely nothing. I'm gonna tattoo your back. That is what that. That's the next episode. The next episode is me. I'm gonna tattoo your entire. When I when I can get to America. Yeah. I think we need to. I need to outline your back. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go on record and say no. And I mostly Why? I mostly agree to everything you add. There's two things I've said no to you. One is kissing, and the other is tattooing my back. Uh, because okay. because whatever you put on my back is going to be like I'm too old for it to be funny. And like I'll let you tattoo me small, but like I'm not going to let you I'm not going to let you run wild on my back. It's fucking ridiculous. I, got, I do a portrait of you, like a Steve-O, how Steve-O has like a tattoo of himself. Like I do, like all of a sudden you don't even realize I can do a very intricate, I do like a portrait of you as like a young graffiti writer. And I actually bring to life that, 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 that one you've always wanted that, that, you know, you opening up, you like a trench coat <laughs> and there's like the, the, the Venice pavilion behind you yeah. across your shoulders. Yeah. Then you're standing there and you open it up and the, your soul of graffiti is coming out and, yeah. and, and everything about you, you know, there's Omar 
cars coming out. Yeah. There's spray cans. There's Venice. There's like a big puff of like weed smoke. Yeah. There's like your dad's cock ring. It's every <laughs> single thing that made you like who you are on like coming out. And I do that. I can pull <laughs> oh, that out. All my DNA. But you do it. But you do it in that crazy crude uh, painting style of yours, where it's like you like you paint those barges. So it's just like. It's just like big blocks of color. People are like, cool, you got an abstract painting on your back. That's great. Not only You're like, no, Maddie needs to come and describe it. I talk through every it's time. like things you have to describe. Yeah. Not only does that just scream you tattooing me on any anything bigger than a 10 minute tattoo, just for me screams pain and an infect an infection. Like I don't I don't have I can't do I'm like a 15 if I ever and I'm probably never gonna get tattooed again, to be honest. Maybe if you tattoo me. No. But no. But if if you I, I have like a 15 minute window where I'm like, okay, who cares? I don't give a shit. I don't give a flying no. fuck about tattoos anymore. Yeah, you're too old. You're too just, old and fragile. I just don't want to. I just don't have the. I don't. I don't. I don't want to sit through it. That's it. Like I just don't. I don't. Well, it's like it, it's like you know, like you're a tough white belt, so I understand your pain tolerance. So it's just like, <laughs> it, it, I understand that you know. You know what's funny? The one is- thing. <laughs> I ran into you're gonna fucking oh my god the tough the tough white belt is like that caught on like wildfire I feel I don't think so I don't think anyone's noticed it um, <laughs> no I realized how once I said that it was the most white belt thing that a white belt can say and I I don't even like acknowledging that I do anything because I don't want yep. I don't want people talking about as it. you're wearing a military weighted plated vest that you just went hiking in I know keep going okay keep well, going let me tone. explain that I I came in hot here's here's what's great is that I went for a hike while I'm on a call I had a call that was that was going to be at noon got flipped to eight thirty I got on that call and I said you know what I'm going to take this time to do a walk I did a I did a brisk walk up to you know up to um, Griffith Griffith Park and uh, mm. um, I did a brisk walk. I'm gonna check my mileage just just for everyone uh, yeah, checking. Check in your here. mileage. Let He's me... not just on his phone. No, I'm not on my phone. Worry, so we did. I did a brisk. I did a brisk, I did a brisk four mile walk. Okay, while I'm on my That's call great. with the vest. I did the vest and and I cut the walk off early. I could have kept going up to the top of the mountain and did a little mm. thing. I cut the walk off early uh, to get here at ten. I yep. get here at ten. I come in hot at ten. And I'm just like, you know, I'm just going to come in in the vest because fuck it, right? I'm coming in the vest and I sit down and you guys are 20 minutes late. So I could have taken that time and done some mm-hmm. more some more exercise. But instead, I get chastised. I wasn't late. We're never late. You I've never late. been late a day in my life. I get late. You got, you, got, you got Lisa jumping on me because I didn't respect uh, the Canadian, you know, the, the Canadian... Um, uh, treasure uh yeah <laughs> i didn't i didn't i didn't honor the canadian gold and shine it up well enough um no it's fine you did fine you did fine you just didn't know a lot about cats it's okay i don't know a lot it's about fine. cats i you're a dog guy i you're tried a dog to say person. look at my cat and he blew my shit he said no that's not a cat you know what's amazing he he, he um he texted me after he's like how was that he's like i honestly can't see anything when i wear those glasses he's like <laughs> he, 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 he like was just like straight up he was just like i honestly thought that guy's cat was his cat <laughs> he's like i can't see anything oh, i'm like funny. yeah that's chill yeah i mean it's an intense like it's an uh, can we talk about this of course we can it's fine it's, it's, fine. it's such an intense interaction with someone who's that deep in because you're just like how do i what 
what, like I don't want I, I just I don't want to like I want to talk shit you know I just want to talk shit like that's what I want to do you just want to talk shit you want to talk, talk about shit. your hiking you want to talk about your program like no, you know I don't you wake talk up every about morning you, you 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 meditate you gotta hike you gotta I get your talk, shit really tight two-toned you I gotta get your shit really tight so that no. you can do the best thing that you can do that day you know I can get I, it can I can I tell you the opposite of that what you just said this is an advertisement for something that has to be had. Like you have angioplasty, you have uh, your rickets medication, uh, and you have your your uh, Lexapro. Those are three things that you need. And then the fourth thing is is you need your food delivered in a manner that that acquiesces to your lifestyle and also to the fact that uh, restaurants need our support. A community is fucking dying. California just a just, restaurant industry. California We're decimated. Just, the we restaurant is decimated. We napalm. We go. You're open. You're fucking closed. Everybody go home. And the only way that that's these what we people, did. The only people that stay alive are the people that can can deliver via one of these uh, delivery portals. And the one that I choose to use for my delivery needs, which happen almost on a daily basis, is DoorDash. DoorDash. And I love DoorDash so much because you know what. They are great for restaurants. Cool. Continue supporting restaurants to your community safely. There are thousands of restaurants open for delivery on DoorDash and need your patronage now more than ever. Support your favorite restaurants on DoorDash. I said this before and I'll say it again. I need a beignet. I need a long a burrito. Beignet? Yeah. I need a beignet. I need a long burrito. And I also need uh, six bags of Skittles and some oat milk. How do I do it? Let's I'm go. not going outside. Door I'm not going outside. DoorDash. I'm not going outside. DoorDash I'm brings not it to your door. Going outside. Leave it at the door. DoorDash door. brings it to your door. Leave it at the door and walk away, and I will grab door it with dash a broom. DoorDash brings it to your door and push it into my house and devour it. DoorDash is DoorDash. That brings you food you're craving right now to your door. Ordering is easy. Open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. I'm not going outside. DoorDash! Many of, your your local, door. <laughs> many of your local restaurants are still open for delivery. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local restaurant, and your food will be left at your door. I'm not going outside. I'm going outside door to open dash, the door. DoorDash, bring it to your door! I'm going to rake door in the dash. snacks. I'm going to open the door and rake in the <laughs> like Jason says, rake in the in the batch of food. I'm going to rake it in. I'm not going outside. DoorDash delivers. DoorDash delivers. DoorDash delivers. They're now contact. DoorDash delivers. They're now contact. Let's do a hardcore song. Let's make it into a hardcore song. Okay. DoorDash delivers are now contactless. DoorDash to keep delivers. communities we support and Fight save. for loyalty. DoorDash delivers. Represent your brew. DoorDash delivers. Beat the shit out of little kids. No. <laughs> you, you do it like this right now. Our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees. This is like a hate breed song. And zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more. Go. That's $5 off. Zero delivery fees on your first order. And when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code PTA, that was more like a wrestler than a hardcore band singer. But I work with what I got and I do what I know what I know how to do. Don't forget that's code PTA for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. PTA. I'm not going outside. I'm not going outside. PTA. But the food is coming inside to me. Bring it to me. Don't forget the code PTA for $5 off your first order DoorDash. DoorDash. I'm going to mm. tell you, I've been in such a slump. 
Okay, I'm just going to say this. Talk at, about it. Be at, free. At some point in the COVID situation, mm. I I had I have a distinct memory of uh, being on a call per usual because I'm always on the fucking phone now. I'm on the I'm just on phone Zoom, calls. Zoom or, town. Zoom or town. Just conference calls. Boom, boom, boom. I'm always on calls. I get on a call and in the middle of the call, I decide to go check my mail and I'm not having a great week and I'm kind of staggering around the house. The house is a mess. There's there's, I'm just kind of like things have fallen into disrepair and I see it. I, I'm going to get the mail. So I decide to put a shirt on I get a shirt that's like balled up in a chair. I put on this shirt. I go downstairs. You got cum all over it. You got cum all over it. I go downstairs. <laughs> I go downstairs to get the mail and I see my you neighbor. Come all over your shirt. I see my neighbor on the step and, um, <laughs> and I, she's like, Hey, you know, she's super cool. I'm like, Hey, but I'm also on speakerphone. This guy's talking about fucking this and that. And I'm in the mailbox and I'm just kind of like, you know, cause I'm now I'm in this thing of multitasking and, and I go back upstairs and I talk to my neighbor and she's looking at me and I'm looking at her and, and we're in the sunlight of the spirit of the soul. And we're having a, I'm having a high quiet wave while I'm on the, I'm on this conference call. I go upstairs and I go look at myself in the mirror in the sunlight and there's come all over my <laughs> <laughs> this shirt everywhere just, and the i'm looking i'm looking in the mirror and i'm going is there any way that she looked at this shirt and thought maybe that's <laughs> soap or and i and i'm like no nope, no nope, this is a woman who's been around uh who's been around enough to know that mm -hmm. she knows what dried cum looks like so so you know that's and that and that's that day a... was yesterday so that's that <laughs> That shows you how uh, on on point I've been. That's a good Monday. That's a good Monday. That's a good Monday. Rough week. That's a good Monday. I like that. I like that. The uh, yeah, I don't know. I think I think <laughs> I got caught. I kind of got caught like um, masturbating. I think the other day. You think? Um, <laughs> Which who in your family? Who in your family was traumatized? No, no, no. Never the children. Never the children. No. Um, no, that's horrible. That's horrifying. I mean, they're as, a, as an adult, I think that's one of the biggest fears, and it makes you like I can't. You don't even like. There's no safe place for me to do that anywhere in the world now, which is fine. It's fine. Um, you could rent, but you I have, was. You have the means to just rent a hotel room for an hour and just jerk off in it. No, that's like a serial killer. I can't do something like that. Oh, you're pretty even dark. like. Ah, uh, no, I'm pretty light. I'm pretty light actually. Okay. Okay. Um. But it was so funny. It was like late night and like somehow I like I stayed up and it was like midnight <clears throat> and like Trish like walked down the stairs. She's like, I can hear you. <laughs> she can hear you <laughs> doing like, like, what? Just like huffing away on myself. And I'm just <sighs> like, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I got like one ear pod in because I don't want any sound. In, you know, like a, I'm like a, like a, like a high school student. I don't know. It was like, she just like came out. It was like, I can hear you. She's like, she was just like, she's like, shut it down. And I was like, oh my God. Shut it down. It was like the scariest. She was just like, shut it down, you loser. And I was just like, oh, why, why are you taking it off? Uh, some, anyway, some, Trisha, Trisha was just like, it was like the funniest. Thing. Like I started laughing because yeah. I was just like, I thought I was like being quiet. And I'm like, finally, it's like midnight. Everything's sound asleep. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. <laughs> not a mouse was and stirring. Like, and you're, yeah, you're no, just watching not, shit porn. The elf, the elf on the shelves have been relocated. Yeah. Everything's at peace. Finally, I have like a moment. And then I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to check out, you know, I'm going to go check out, you know, Pornhub. What are you and looking at? And then category? all of a sudden. 
just, I just type in like Florida, Florida. Nice. And then like, you're like lo- I just type in like words. You're in a location you know? just porn. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just Dude. like on, that, Florida will get you where you need to be. Wow. No matter what you're looking for. If you just type in like Florida, I feel it gets you to a safe place. <laughs> I'm literally going to do that. That sounds amazing. Dude. I've never done use, regional. Well, it's like Tumblr. You just type in like five things you like. Just type in like words. I don't type in like, like, cause uh, you know, me and you, we're not porn star people. You know, we don't like the porn star people. Yeah. It's like, you want to be able to like smell the room. You yeah. know, you want to yeah. be able to like taste the air. So yeah. it's like, one of those things where I just, you Dude, know, <laughs> regional, regional yeah. jerking. That is amazing. Dude, I'm just going to type in like, not? like, like, you know, uh, Bro- Istanbul. Yeah. Like Brooklyn. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you know, no, um, but legitimately, like you just type in a city, you know, if you're fucking with some city, like maybe something's there. Like, I don't know. Damn, but Florida fire. usually ends up. You find like you know, it's it's, it's uh, there's definitely a couple categories that they they they're pretty pretty good at. So, um, this is great for my brand, um, <laughs> dude. This is I've never even. I mean, I'm blown because thought I'm, of that. You've no, never thought. I've of that? never thought about tapping in a region. Like I'm just like yo, blah 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 blah. I I, I type in assets and what I want to see, and then just <laughs> do a deep dive and open about 40, 40 fucking tabs, just like, and just try to find. You get lost in it. Like you 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 go past your sweet spot. Like eight tabs in is where it is, and you go past, and you're in this other world. You know. When, and then when you come out the other side, you're just just watching, you know. Whatever you're, it's like a car crash, right? You know, you don't know who you are. It's like a werewolf. You like, you wake up, your clothes are torn off. You're like, somehow you're like bleeding out of one ear. You're like laying on the floor. Your back hurts. Yeah, you're just laying there, and you like look up, and you're like, where? What happened? I actually, I actually clicked on one of those links for the first time that said, uh, the link says, try not to come. I dare the link always says in these porn sites it goes It's like a game? No, it's a game you tell you Yeah, it's a game and it goes it goes it goes try not to you, come. You it, I guarantee you, you can't stop people from coming in forty seconds. Your manhood, your manhood couldn't you couldn't fight it. You couldn't fight so it. So I started clicking it and it's like it asks you all these questions. The questions are like are you ready to see the most extreme sex you've ever seen in the world and come so hard you can't believe it and come so fast? I'm like, yes. Like, it's all these really dumb leading <laughs> questions about how you're going to come all of so hard. And it says, we got you. And it's like, cops are coming to your house. It comes with a warning. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, are you ready to fulfill your deepest, darkest desires? And like, every every stupid question is like a picture of like some weird uh, sci- computer, like, you know, person in, in a question. Anime. And I'm like, and I'm like, this is too good to be true. Like, am I going to get to see this for free? And it also, and you keep logging in, you keep logging in. You, and then finally at the, the very last window, it's like, okay, just give us your credit card. And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. I was so yeah. close to seeing like, yeah, you, you were know, so close to you seeing so like a, dr- a dragon, you know, fuck a girl that's made of strawberries or something. You know what I mean? Like, which yeah. is my ultimate kink. Um, that That's it. A dragon with a strawberry girl. Um, yeah. So I think it's, um. Where the how did we get here? You're in the weeds. I got you here. It's great. I got you. <laughs> I'm like, how do I get out? I'm like thinking. I'm like, I gotta get out of here. I'm just like looking up. <laughs> I love that you're, you're swinger slightly. porn from Florida. Just like trailer fucking. I'm just like, what? <laughs> you're slightly turning. Why red. am I here? Why am I in a place where I'm like, I'm talking about jerking off. Trisha's gonna be mad. She doesn't even listen to it, but I know she'll be mad about me even mentioning that. She was so mad. She was like, she's Trisha's like, she's the best, and she's 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 number one. 
but like she <laughs> hates like she'll 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 fuck me up if you're trish's friend tag her tag trish find her private account tag her that her husband's disgusting That's like, she, she's like i can i can hear you you're disgusting and then you're like ah and i'm just like oh am i i'm like i'm just you know my my fake wokeness is like Trisha. I'm liberating myself. You know, don't take totally. this away from. Yeah. Don't put a cage. Don't put a cage on me. Don't Trish. kink shame the big guy. Let him. Don't kink shame the big guy. He wants to the watch. Big dog needs to. Who's gonna itch my back? Yeah. Who's gonna itch my back? Yeah. He wants to watch uh, three people in a nudist colony have yeah. sex with. with or Trisha, a sandwich. I feel like if you get caught, I feel like if you get caught, you have to show. Imagine if they were like, if you got caught, because it's like such a thing, like you get married, you have kids. There's always like, you know, you, you get busted doing that. But it's like, imagine if you had to like go back. Imagine having a partner that was like, you have to show me every tab. I want to see your history right now. Imagine seeing the trail. Imagine like going back and being like, I went from here to here to here to here. You know? And it's just like... It, it, it started off with just kissing and it ended up. <laughs> you're just like, you're like French kissing in Riverside. And then you end up in just like <laughs> scat in, in Florida. Oh my goodness. Just type in anything, just yeah. words, type in three different words <laughs> or just type in like, like, just like, <laughs> like anxiety, Florida, anxiety, uh, and, and a name like Tony. Oh and you just God. type in like three things and that's, you're just like, uh, it'll take you somewhere. That's top level shit. I can't believe. I mean, I'm just so, you know, I broke the internet. That's like, it's just like, that's I my know, brain. I know? know. Yeah. I know. I know that your range is, is far wider than mine because at the end of the day, I'm just kind of like, you know, I just want to see a bunch of people fucking sometimes. And I just want to see beautiful people having sex and, uh, it doesn't get that dark, you know, but sometimes I have to go into reality where I'm like, I really do need to see like, a you know, a 40, you help. a 40 year old, uh, Cuban oh, that's what woman. I mean. yeah. Huh? yeah. Um, yeah. anyways, yeah, I don't need help. Uh, I'm fine. But I, I did have this moment where <laughs> I was like, I was in the office one day and like, sometimes I just take a break and I'll just like peruse. And I have a setup where I have a laptop and I have another computer up on a thing. And that computer took up to these speakers that are like really big, loud, bassy speakers in my office because I watch movies and listen to music. And, uh, and it was just like one time, like, you know, nine o'clock at night, everything's quiet. The whole building's quiet. And three times in a row, I accidentally played porn at like the loudest volume possible. And I, I kept fucking it up and being like mute. And then it would go on again, mute. And I'm like, there's no way by the third time, I'm like, okay, they, everyone, now everyone knows my neighbors. Everyone heard that. And they just heard like, ah, oh, ah, like at, no, it's the at, worst. It's the volume worst. 10. It's, it, it, it's, it's, it's the worst. I remember, remember like taking your laptop to get fixed. I honestly brought my laptop to get fixed one time, no. brought it to like geek squad at fucking Best Buy and opened up my thing. And it's just like Nacho Vidal. Just oh, yeah. like going to going to town, and it's like, and the guy like closes it, looks at me, he's like, "Don't worry, I've seen that before." <laughs> and, it, and it's just like, you know, you're like, "Oh my god!" And yeah, it's like Nacho. The funniest, it's Nacho the worst. doing what he does, and he's and he's very oh, good at what horrible he does. person, horrible he's, person. He's a great guy. You know, he got um he got HIV, Nacho. I believe. Really, I don't know. I'm I could not be up wrong. Speed on that. Yeah, I be <laughs> here here first, everybody. <laughs> Is that news? No, That's it's not, not news. Jason can look it up. Nacho Vidal. Did he get a... Well, he did get a... A man died during a visible 
I don't Excuse think he, me? I don't think he has the right Nacho Vidal. Um, no, I think. Wait, what happened? He had a toad. He says, "See, this is good." What happened? I thought he got a. I thought he contracted AIDS, Nacho Vidal. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, casually, yeah. Oh, he's got that. He got the. Uh, he got the AIDS, but uh, I feel like he's what? HIV positive. Um, so that's Nacho's deal. Uh, but I think he's still working. So they just figure it out, you know. Um, anyway, so um, you know, <laughs> we just went down. A- <laughs> We really went down a path there. And, uh, um, and so ended- now we go into the seven deadly sins. All roads, um, lead, all roads lead to Nacho. Um, all, all roads. Um, yeah, so I think it, it, it's... Um, <sighs> the biggest tattoo that I think... I really wanted... I really think I want to do a Marty Warner on you... And I really want you to do a two-tone on me. And, um, you know, because we're part of the PTA crew and it's for life. And I think you need to understand that. So I think if I tattoo you, Marty Wunner, and you can put on two-tone on me, where 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 can I put Marty Wunner on you? Let's, let's open this up because this is not a bit. And I know you're serious. And... Um... <laughs> I don't, I don't, I will let you tattoo me for the sake of whatever. Um, but I, maybe we do it. Maybe we do a blind tattoo where I don't look or I wear a blindfold and you know, whatever. But I, I implore you if we do that. I mean, I think that's what I just don't, I don't want you to tattoo a piece on me. It's just fucked up. No, but that's what we, that's our connection is we're graffiti boys. We're not. You did. You attempted to paint one piece and it looked like, it looked like wet spaghetti and uh, no, it was in, it was a crucial piece that is world renowned. Well, very respected. Tomato, tomato, right? So I, I I'm down to um I'm down to explore. The so idea you of, you're saying you wouldn't want me to tattoo a Marty Warner on you? I would hate that. Like it's not even funny. <laughs> it's not even like it's like it's funny if you tattoo like Garfield on me. That that's kind of funny, you know? Like I didn't oh I didn't but see that me- coming. It's Garfield. That's funny. But if you tattoo a piece on me, I'll actually be sad. I'll be like fuck, dude. Like. Because it's just like you might as well just like you might as well take a tattoo machine and just go and just like do a do a scribble. That would be just better. Vroom, vroom. Yeah, vroom, vroom. You might as well just like. You so know, is that like, the same as like you tattooed like a cheeseburger on me? I would hate that because it's just would, so stupid. You would hate because everyone always asks me because I'm a chef that you know obviously I'm heavily tattooed and I was tattooed before it was like you know cool to be tattoo chef losers yeah and everyone like every they're like so show us like you're not like literally people will ask me like show us like your your like kitchen tattoos right you're like what i'm always like excuse me i'm like i don't have like a fucking vegetable tattooed on me i don't have fucking knives tattooed on me i don't i got tattooed i'm like i was heavily covered at bait like because i was like a punk and i have tattoos like have nothing to do with restaurants like it's like like people got it twisted it's like i don't have some like dramatic thing my body's a trash can that's like covered in memories most and like prof- I, I find it just so funny most profession tattoos are uh not a good idea um no. except maybe like rappers sometimes have some rappers might have you know a mic and some music notes and rappers are exempt 
and ball players are exempt because they just have the wildest, most fucked up tattoos. But like dudes that are like, you know, guys that are just starting out as cameramen and just tattoos, mm. just like wild, just cameras on themselves. And just like, you know, it's like a, you know, whatever. Uh, it's kind of like, nah, maybe wait a minute, make sure that's really going to be your career because. What, what made you not? And I, I, maybe you've told this in your story. What made you not get that tattoo? Of like you opening your like the tattoo explosion. Like what made you not get just, that? Because it's like you've talked about it. That that tattoo I wanted, I think, when I was seventeen yeah. or, or eighteen. And with the tattoo was this. I'm just gonna reiterate it because I want to be clear, it's not an explosion. It's me. It's a <laughs> it's a portrait of myself, okay? Tearing open my chest. Yeah. And instead of innards and guts, there's a rotating uh, a, a rotating uh, a carousel, lazy Susan carousel of six graffiti cans, with tubes <laughs> going with colored paint going as my veins, and me just going ah, <laughs> it's just like it's it's, so it's part good. of my DNA graffiti, and that's the tattoo yeah. I wanted to get, and the reason why I didn't get it was I just didn't get it. <laughs> like I could have gotten it. It was very close. I was I had a lot of dumb ideas. And uh, I think all my tattoos are pretty, really dumb. They're all like, I have, listen, I have a tattoo on you my You got some good 90s tattoos. You have some really good 90s tattoos. I have some good 90s tattoos that are now kitsch, but I have a tattoo on my shoulder, which is just like a skull with a crown. And it is so fucking dumb. And I just, I remember going in and being like, there's a huge blank still good space. though. It's still, it's still a good tattoo though. It's, I hate it. It's like, I have a tattoo on my calf of a graffiti cow dragon. <laughs> That my friend Sonny drew, coaxed drew it. <laughs> Nobody knows what it is. It's just like they're all at the time. You know, I remember my dad telling me he goes, "I never." He goes, "You know, I don't get these tattoos." You know, and like no one ever. My parents never said anything about my tattoos, but my dad only said, "I never, I never feel committed to anything um, long enough to get a tattooed," which is kind of an indictment on my dad's uh, level of commitment. And um, and and I always thought about it and. <laughs> Now, being in the age I'm now, I get it. Like at, at, at 20, 25, even 30, 35, the things that you oh. want to get tattooing yourself, you would never do that. I would never do it. Now, today, no. I would have maybe one or two tattoos total, right? I would just be yeah, like, I was getting tattooed. I was getting tattooed multiple times a week up until like I was like, my hands, I remember I had my, my hands and like I was really done up by the time I was like 24, 25. I was like pretty covered. I got my, like even like my head was done mid twenties and cause I was still drinking then. Yeah. And like, like my head, my back, like everything was like, I was done like 80% of my body by 25. Right. And it's just like some of those tattoos I look back on and like, there's, there's some stuff that I'm just like, it's bananas. Like, I'm, and I'm just like, yeah, it is, uh, it, it, it's it's uh in, tattoos are so interesting because i think a lot of people i like i like older people that have that are covered because i feel now with and it's the same i feel the same way now i think when because of instagram and the age of instagram you can see every tattooer style you can see who you want to get tattooed you can there's no more mistakes like people are just like perfectly curated tattoo bodies that look like you know like fucking like you the know guy, there's always the the guy from Maroon Five. 
Yeah, it looks his, like the Chipotle bag. It's like you know, it like, the like the Chipotle bag, bag. meme it's like tattoo. Clip art. It's so crazy. Like yeah, it's just like everything's it, perfect. It's perfect. And it's just like yeah. put 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 like a hand, a little black black outlined hand with like a bow and arrow, and that's gonna shoot across here. And then I'm gonna have like a Russian temple here. And then it's like Eastern Promises really opened up a whole world of like Russian prison tattoos and stuff. But I think. Honestly, you, like it's like for you. Remember, remember when we did the early, um, we did the early spa episode where I took you to the Russian spa, and you were yeah. you were a little freaked out because there was actually like Russian gangsters in there, and you had like Russian prison tattoos on you. <laughs> well, I have that one. I have like I have one where even when I got my heart, when I had my heart attack, and yeah. the nurse was giving me blood. There, I had a Russian nurse that wouldn't work on me because I have this one tattoo and it has Slavic on it. And the Slavic reads like take out bitches, stool pigeons, and traitors. Right. Which I was just like, I I, I kind of fuck with that. Like fucking, you know, fuck like I'm about loyalty and like, you know, like fuck that kind of shit. Yeah. And so fuck I was like, that's cool. And and, traitors. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. know, I <laughs> just like, yeah, man, like I, me and my friends, man, we're down forever. You know, right. like just thinking it's like whatever. And and then she she was just like she was like shook. And then I was kind of bummed because I was like, I have this thing on me that has like probably she read it and was like you're a murderer like right. you know like it was like she's like you take out like you know who knows like it's just like like it's the equivalent of like putting then, like an la street gang tattoo and you know being like kill <laughs> exactly. so and so and then your nurse being from the opposite side and being like oh my god uh you know fuck this guy yeah like yeah. that yeah exactly yeah. so it's like i have some some things that i'm it's, like it's stupid it's ignorant and like that being said i still have appreciation for uh for you know, I still see like a beautiful like uh uh alloy, uh our homeboy alloy who's gonna be in the painting episode, which we've deferred, we're still gonna do. He we're, got we still, I need to meet Alloy. We, we meet follow him. each we're other. We paint. follow each other on Instagram. We're gonna paint. Um, but he has a, he got tattooed, he got his head tattooed by Grimy. And I see that tattoo and I go, God damn, that's a good like I still, even though I'm like I'm through with it personally, when I see a tattoo like that on this guy's head. There's a small part of me that's like, God damn, that's good. Like he just, it's just like a skull with some rose, with some roses and rose petals. And like, there's like bacteria eating the rose petals. And it's so, it's so detailed and it's so simple and it's so clean, but it's so good. Right. It's just like, yeah. I mean, there's just, there's just like, you know, it's like a, it's like a craftsman, right? Like there's a, there's, there's people that have been doing a craft for so long and they merge the craft with the art, the art, the artwork. And, uh, it's amazing. I think that stuff, I think that no matter what So you call grime, I always thought his name was grime, just grime. Uh, I know him as grimy. I mean, maybe people call him grime. Um, okay. I call him the high powered hamster. Sometimes I got a lot of nicknames. The high powered hamster. The That's high a good name. The high powered HPH. Um, we gotta have uh, we gotta have Mon. I think that'd be nice. I think we should have him on because he's like in my world, from like you know, as I've been in the tattoo. Like I I'm not I don't know everything about it. That's for sure. But I think it's just like I've been getting tattooed for, you know, since I was seventeen. So, you know, over twenty years now, and it's just like. He, he, he's, he, I get, like, it always blows my mind how worlds collide and how, like, like the, the amount of people that you know and the people that I know. And, like, it's just so wild that, like, I'm, like, you know, I remember, what was it? Does he have his own book? He has this tattoo book, I think. He has this crazy tattoo he's book. He's got a bunch something of, yeah, where, he has iron, um, is it iron? Will it, it, one it's book? just, he, he was such a, a legend. Yeah. 
Yeah, like I think he was just such a legend in the tattoo world because of who he is. Yeah. And his story. Yeah. We should definitely if you know him, we should have him on because I think it's just like he's he's literally a legend and he's he's one of the most world like world renowned tattooers. And I, I find it so crazy that you're in a graffiti crew with him. Yeah, I mean he's he's the homie and he's um I don't know. Him and I have always kind of had a rapport. And uh, do you think he would come on? Yeah, he'll come on. I mean, he's done. He's done a bunch of tattoos on me. Um, there's a there's a there's a whole trajectory there of like um, that whole story with grimy and and being in the crew and um, and being like there was this whole thing that happened in San Francisco with like bless and grimy and and a bunch of people up there. Like graffiti writers turn tattoo artists, whereas Grimy is a tattoo artist turned graffiti writer. And um, this whole, there's this whole culture. So he tattooed first. He tattooed first, yeah. And this whole culture happened in San Francisco. And a lot of these guys, a lot of a lot of graffiti writers turned into tattooers. It was like a natural progression. And I remember when I was a kid, as a graffiti writer, I remember, it was before any graffiti writers were tattooing. I think the only one was maybe seen in New York. He was doing it for a long time, and but um, I think, and uh, I remember looking at tattooing and being like, "Could I?" Like it was just kind of this thing where, because I, I didn't think I was, I didn't think I could do anything besides write graffiti. I was like, "There's nothing else I can apply this to." But I was like, "Maybe I could do, maybe I could do tattoos." And it was like this dream. I was like, "Maybe one day," you know. And you know, and this was a very long time ago, and I was like, you know, eighteen or nineteen, and uh, and I started uh, getting tattoos. Like I had, a, I had my first tattoo was um, was like this this like band of arrows right here this is so dumb we're doing a yeah. tattoo show i had i got a band of <laughs> it's arrows a tattoo pod there's a tattoo pod. <laughs> it's a tattoo podcast actually you know what's so funny your <laughs> show your first tattoo what's your first tattoo a band of arrows yeah it's a black so my first my first tattoo is a band we're both the first mine is this forearm band that literally looks like a bunch of turtles fucking each other oh yeah trying to kiss each other's asses i know that so i got an armband I got an armband because I tried to get kicked out of a, another high school because I, I I ended up at a Catholic high school, and and I wanted to get kicked out of that and they weren't allowed you weren't allowed to have visible tattoos and our uniform came up to it was just like a polo shirt so I got a forearm tattoo. Wait, can I ask then, you something? Your yeah. high school your high school allowed tattoos but just not visibly. You're allowed to have tattoos yeah. in high school. Well, they, it was like you couldn't have visible tattoos. But how can you have a tattoo in high school? You're not even supposed to have tats. No, I don't know. I in 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 here in California, it's like 18 is the age to start getting tattooed. Like some people had tattoos, like a couple gangsters did, but for the most part, yeah. Not. Well, I guess yeah. I think you can have to be 18 too, but I don't. I don't know. Maybe I'm just wrong. I don't know. I remember I, I got my, my parents had to come. My parents had to come with me to go get my tattoo, and Amazing. and then I got it because my, and it was like underneath my thing, and they didn't really. I don't know. I remember just trying to be a badass where I'm like, if I'm going to this fucking school with fucking now I got it because I got kicked out of the one my one high school and then I was going to this one and I and I was just like, well, I'm going to get a fucking forearm tattoo. And I got and I ended up getting this like it's the funniest thing because I always get made fun of by my real friends because I only had enough money. The, ta the thing about with tattoo shops, too, that's really funny. I find excuse me is that. Now, you know, it's, it's such a, it's such a game. Like imagine like I, I walk in there as a kid. I'm like, yeah, I want that tattoo. And he's like, well, how much money? I'm like, I had a hundred dollars. So yeah. I had a hundred dollars to get tattooed, which isn't that much money really. No, no. And, 
And so I'm like, he's like, what do you want? And I'm like, I want, and I wanted to, I know that I wanted an armband and I didn't want like barbed wire. Yeah. So I found this kind of rounded out um, Celtic band. Yeah. And so, but I couldn't afford for the deep, for a hundred bucks. He's like, well, I can do that. Just tribal, like just black. Yeah. And it was like this intricate knotted, like yeah. a, a Celtic knotted yeah, they um, thing. They don't want to do that. And then shit. they do that it. Celtic shit? And then I, dude, no. so I got this Celtic, this like hilarious Celtic band, but because there's no, it's one dimensional. It just looks like show, turtles. Show it to the camera. Yeah. Uh-huh. It just looks like tur literally like looks like yep. turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then I I thought I was such a fucking badass. And I get home and I show my older brother. My brother's like, it looks like a bunch of turtles on your arm. You got a bunch of turtles? He's like, why would you get turtles? And I, I was just like, it's not fucking turtles. And then I was like, I just got a tattoo that I have to explain because a lot of people are like, are those safety pins? <laughs> or like people are just like, well, how old and It's you? like one of those things. I was like 17, 16 or 17. I mean, that's pretty tough to get, you know, like I had this moment where I kept my tattoo, you know, the whole idea for us was like, if it's on, if it's under your shirt sleeve, you're going to get a job. So I kept them yeah. under my t-shirt. It poked out a little bit, you know? And I remember the day I was like, wait a minute, I'm never going to have a fucking job where, yeah, where I, where it matters. And if I do have a job, where it matters, I'm going to wear a long sleeve shirt. So I just started tattooing below the shirt sleeve. And that was like a big jump because it was a different time. The whole world was not tattooed. Dude. Tattooing was a whole different thing. And when I got my hands tattooed, it was yeah. crazy to right. people. Like people couldn't believe it. Like right. I was just like, even like Trish, Trish was like, what are you doing? Right. And I came home and I had butterflies. I had like butterflies tattooed on my hands. I was like, well, like, why not? Right. And I had like my knuckles tattooed. Like I, I did everything like so fast when I was young. Because yeah. I was just like, yo, like I'm going to be a chef. I'm in the kitchen. Yeah. Who cares? I have a job. And yeah. nobody at my job cares that I, I'm getting tattoos. So I was just like, I'm going to be a cook for the rest of my life. Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not gonna, I'm not going to try to be some like corporate you know, like it was always like so funny, like back in my punk brain. I was just like, you know, like I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I'm getting fucking tattoos wherever. I'm getting yeah. fucking a giant snake. I'm getting a giant snake on my head. Yeah. And I'm like 23 years old Smart. with a giant snake and an eagle on my head. And I'm just like, what am I doing? I mean, it's a commitment. It's a commitment to a lifestyle. It's funny because I remember well, I too. I think it was just like, I like, I like the idea that it set us into a place where I was just like, I did it more of like, well, if these are like job stoppers or whatever people called them, yeah. it was just like, I was just like, I want to be on that side of the fence. I want to be on the side of the fence that now everyone, every loser, like fucking Maroon five guys got like perfectly curated fucking Instagram tattoos. But it's just like, that's the thing is like, I could see people that are like born in the nineties and that like helped, you know, like it was like, we used to have to look at like magazines and be like, I want to find this or like finding like real flash or like yeah. finding, I don't know. It just or was like, it, it, it uh, I don't know. It was just it was there was something about it before all. Well, like Instagram is such an easy thing where you can just be like, I want this. Yeah, well, there was you know, an, there and, was and an you just take it. And uh, you know, when when I remember when I started getting tattoo. This is so dumb. It's such a dumb topic, but fuck it. Here we are. This is a tattoo podcast. When I started getting tattooed, I remember kind of it was very. It was still like there was still a sense of it being illicit. Like I remember. I remember seeing people with like a face tattoo, like gang members in the neighborhood. And I'd be like, holy shit. Like, I remember seeing a guy specifically in thrifties when I was buying ice cream who had like, you know, he had like sir on his earlobe and he had a little tattoo here. And I was like, fucking that dude is a psycho, right? Like that was a, that was a hallmark for a nutbag, Right. And 
you know, now of course, like that's that's some kid's first tattoo is like the side of their face. And I but I remember when before that happened, there was like in the rap in, in the rap black community, like tattooing wasn't huge. Tupac came out and tattooing and piercing just blew the fuck up, right? Somewhere around Tupac days. Because I remember I was in Venice and like there's only a certain kind of people that had tattoos. And all of a sudden it just turned into like, I'm talking like overnight, it was people were getting tatted like crazy. People were getting tatted and pierced. But I remember like, I remember a friend of mine got his belly button pierced. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like I didn't. My older brother, my older brother had his belly button pierced and I thought it was insane. I was like, what is that? Why? I couldn't even wrap my head around it. It was like all that future primitive body mod shit, that early Dude, 90s. Dude, listen, listen, listen to like Jane's addiction, just like totally. jamming to like yeah. Jane says, Jane's addiction shit. And yeah. just like, that was his whole thing. Thing. he was like more of like a grunge guy yeah so he was just like he had his belly when he came home with his belly button pierced i was just like i was blown i yeah. was just like you're making fun of me for my turtle arm you just got your fucking belly button They're like where the fuck did that come from yeah i was it's, just like it was incredible it's so weird the things that you do as a kid to try to like define yourself or align yourself with some sort of idea of who you think you are Dude. but like at that age you have no idea what the fuck you're doing so you just start doing a bunch of weird shit and then you turn around Man. and you just have all this shit but that's the thing. I think it's like, I think that there's, I think honestly, like I got my, I got my sister, I got my older sister to take me to get my ears pierced when I was in the fourth grade. So when right. I was 10, right. I went and I really wanted, I went and got both ears pierced and I thought it was like the hardest thing ever. And I was just like, this is so sick. I got, I'm going to put in hoops. Once I get these studs, I'm going to put in <laughs> hoops. And I was Jeez. just like, that was the beginning of like listening to metal and all this shit. And I was like, I need to get like, I really want like gold hoops. And I was just like in grade four. Right. And I'm just like, that's, that's what like, and I think about that shit. I'm just like, if imagine like Mac, Mac is in like grade, what? He's in kindergarten, but it's still just like in four years. Imagine in four years, he's just like, comes home. He's like, I'm a rock dog now. Like, I, I, I think it's so amazing. I mean, like, you I'm wish. like, and I you came wish, home. You wish he's going to do it. He's going to come back to you and be like, dad, I'm actually an acorn. He's like, Dad, I'm a pine cone. You're like, what are you fucking talking about? He's like, No, no, no. I am a pine cone. I identify as a pine cone. You're like, What do you mean? He's like, yeah. I'm changing my body into a pine cone. And you're like, I guess I'm you like, gotta, you let's live go. Your life. He's like, I need scales. Yeah. I'm like, I'm here to help you, son. Or, or acorn. I'm here to help you, acorn. <laughs> acorn, I, I love think, you, I pine think, cone. I, yeah. Imagine that's <laughs> But I think that like that's just a funny thing. It's just like, where does all that come from? We just wanted to be a freak and against society, man. Yeah. You know, well, it also comes from like, I believe, you know, trauma, uh, just deep trauma. Yeah, it can be from trauma. But sometimes, listen, sometimes you can just get it, you just don't know which way the, the, the human brain's going to move. Like, you know, you could be raised in the most lovely and supportive household and create a loving, nurturing person. Or sometimes that person can just splinter and be like, I'm just going to I'm just going to fuck society up the ass. You know, that's my job mm. in life. But maybe they came from a loving, nurturing home. I know that my shit just comes from being the kind of raised in kind of like chaos. So like it's made me kind of like, you know, all the decisions I made were kind of uh, But within that chaos, your family, your family was always loving. Like you came from like a pretty loving family from what I gather. No, mm, I don't know. If, I don't know if a lot of love was on the table. <laughs> no, just cock rings. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I definitely wouldn't say uh, loving. Okay. Um, yeah. Um, I always anyways. took it as like, I, I took it as loving. I don't know. My parents are sweet, but like I would say like yeah. as a kid, it wasn't like I didn't have this like uh, I wasn't I wasn't enveloped in support and love. It was just kind of like everyone was just 
everyone was just probably doing the best they could with what they had and just kind of living their lives. Everyone was just running around shirtless in Venice in the 70s. And I lived my life, and I tried to figure things out, and it took me a while. Yeah. So, you know, Maddie and two tones music careers, huh? Getting to these notes, baby. Notes. Jason's notes. So on this on this podcast today, we're gonna talk about um, uh, Jason, our our illustrious uh, producer. He wrote a couple notes, and um, uh, he wanted to talk about my band career. I, I was in a hardcore band in high school called Hanging Hearts. Does that answer your question? You want to talk about that too, Tony? I don't. I don't. I was really. in a hardcore band called Hanging Hearts Listen, in high school. Who I cares? Don't. Was there any band drama? There was zero band drama. It was four really, really nice white kids in uh, Chris Doobie's garage. Let's look at. Uh, let's and, look and at. And his question. parents used to bring us out hot chocolate. Let's look at question four. Here is what I want to draw some attention. What's question to. four under on, under my section? Under your section of these notes that that you know. Jason what does that say? Did Maddie rake and snatch? What is rake? Did Maddie rake and snatch? Did, did Maddie, Maddie rake? Did What's Maddie rake? rake and snatch? Is rake the question. And snatch? Did you rake in snatch? So, oh my God! <laughs> is Jason asking if I got puss? Like if I had sex with a lot of girls? I can't even say pussy. <laughs> I can't even say pussy. <laughs> is Jason asking if I got possibly laid? oh shit um i'll talk about a lot of stuff i do not i'm not i'm not crude i love i love that this is like uh you know this 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 sentence i don't think is an it's not an indictment of jason but it's a very funny thing for him to write because it's Jason like, asking if I raked in snatch. Rake if I was because I was in my hardcore band. Guess what, Jason? I raked in one snatch, and that was my loving wife's. Okay, <laughs> one wonderful snatch. <laughs> one wonderful snatch that I've been snatching on for twenty years. Listen, you know I don't give a fuck about anything, but the word snatch is wildly offensive, and I think snatch is ten times more nuclear than the word cunt. In my opinion, I know you can't say either one of those words, but snatch is crazy. (laughs) Snatch is like, snatch is on par with like talking about like, uh, you know, calling a a vagina an axe wound. Like that's where, that's in the realm, like that's in some back end construction roofer shit where they're just like, you get some snatch last night. Yeah, I fucking plowed that axe wound. (laughs) It's like, dude, it's just like. You know, like I'm a guy's guy, but I gotta I gotta draw the line at some point. You know what I mean? I like, draw the line at like, yeah, just asking that question, like Jason, that that's very inappropriate. And I wanna see I don't wanna see <laughs> any you, notes. Did you rake in snatch? Let's just reformat that. Just let's just proper let's just swap out snatch for Skittles. And did, Maddie, did, <laughs> did you rake in Skittles? Did I get a lot did of you, Skittles? Did you eat a I lot of Skittles? A lot of Skittles. Did you have a lot of hot chocolate that, that your friend's mom brought out? Hot yeah, snatch chocolate. Dina? Dina used to make us all. We used to practice in my buddy Doobie's garage. We used to like smoke cigs, and um, and his mom used to like bring us out. Like it was so funny because we weren't like a straight edge hardcore band. We were like like drunk. We were drunk losers. It's so funny. Like our crew in high school that we lived in. Once again, we lived in a small town. There wasn't too many people that listened to punk music or hardcore music. And when we found kind of the hardcore scene in Buffalo, because there was zero scene. In, in in Fort Erie. So we would go to Buffalo and um what was I gonna say? Nobody Oh my knows. god, I just lost my train. Who cares? I have a question. And anyway, I have a question. Is hardcore the refuge 
for the talentless in music? No. Are you kidding me? I don't hardcore know. Is like, <laughs> I hardcore don't, is like the all greatest. I, know I think is I think hardcore is the best thing about it. I don't know. No, I, I, I hard I, I disagree. Hardcore is 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 the greatest. I'm speaking in place ignorance. In the world. I don't have any all it all it all gets folded into what I know of like straight edge and hardcore and it's like um, I just thought it was the coolest thing. I never saw something like I got into hardcore through going to like metal shows and then and like new metal shows and shit like you know, you go see like Deftones or you go see like I, I even like went and saw bands like Limp Biscuit and Corn. Okay, and now we're talking shit like that. And like Avenge you know, when I was in grade, is that, a, is, that, is that in your, uh, no, that shit's like weak. That's like weak <laughs> ass that shit. New metal. Yeah. But that's like new metal post this shit. Like this is like, I saw Limp Bizkit before they had DJ lethal, you know? So you're saying so that you're like, down with Limp Bizkit, but you, but Avenge sevenfold is weak. Yeah. Cause it's, what about it's completely kill, different what about times. Kill Switch Engage? No. Kill Switch Engage came from. Um, I know this stuff because of like I had a I had a I had what the fuck was Killswitch before Killswitch used to be a band Diecast maybe they were in a no Diecast I'm mixing stuff up what now. about Adamantium but I think like <laughs> Adamantium is sick they're from Orange County I had their seven inch because you know I they had, had a split a, with Bane I had a job uh, Adamantium were fucking sick they were like the West Coast turmoil I had a they job. were fucking really. There where, you go. Where I worked with some hardcore guys, and uh, and I just know this stuff because they would throw me music, and every once in a while I listen, I put it in the playlist back in you know, MP3s, and I just like, and I had it because I'm trying to ingratiate. Like I didn't know anything about it. Who did it. you work with? Who did you work with in Adamantium? I didn't work with anyone in Adamantium, but I had a job where I was in Orange County, and there's a lot of hardcore people, and uh, oh, okay. I didn't know anything about it. I Orange County was it. the Orange County was like the coolest scene in the world. Coming from like the East Coast, it was something that I like gravitated towards and i like was kind of obsessed with with like i re i still remember seeing in like liner notes of um like 18 visions and fucking they had they thanked and they're thank because that's how you would find out about different bands you would I'd always read like the the thank you list and you'd yeah. read like oh this band thanked that band and that band and if that band thanked that band thanked this band and then that band must be cool because those three bands that i like toured with them and they thanked them yeah and and uh, I remember they thanked Del Taco. And I remember the fact that I remember the first time I ever came to California, the very first time ever, I was like, I need to go to Del Taco. And everyone I met, it was, everyone was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was like, I need to eat. I need to have, it was like the first thing that I needed. And I went there and I was like, oh. Okay. I was just like, so like, let, yeah, like, I, was like I, I, I still like, I, yeah, I was just like, I still love Del Taco, but I actually love Del Taco. But it was like one of those things where it was just like, you know, I'm reading like liner notes in like, you know, 99, 2000. And I'm just like, being like, oh my God, they thank Del Taco. I was like, Del Taco's only in Orange County. I need to go to Orange County. I need to go to, you know, even like um, Gilman, like that, the venue. And it's like this venue in Orange County that's like this legendary venue. And it's like all these shows were there. And then when I was doing my speaking tour, we played Gilman. And it was like the it was like it was like me, it was like the CBGBs of the West Coast. And I was I couldn't believe it when I like I showed up and like in the room it's got like a bunch of my friends like tags in it and like all these dudes. It is like it was like a really nostalgic thing where I'm like, I never saw a hardcore show there, but it was just like 
when I played there, I had all like all my friends showed up um, from LA and all over and like Whittier and fucking Orange County. A bunch of my buddies showed up and it was just really crazy. And I was just like, it's so crazy. Like, cause a lot of people that maybe came to see me maybe didn't know that like where Gilman was like this, like iconic fucking hardcore punk venue. And I was yeah. just like, it was so cool for me to play it. And I was just like, it, it, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I think I'll hardcore say, is like the best this, thing ever. I'll say this about hardcore music. And like, you know, the statement I said was uh, because of ignorance. I never really got into it. I don't know anything about it. I'm talking shit. Because I, I don't want to piss off all the hardcore people out there. They're going to come after me and I don't want to deal with it. But I will say the one thing about hardcore that I have noticed is that if if you're a hardcore, f okay, it's super inclusive, right? Like they they interact with their fans on a basis that's like not based on celebrity. Like the way that they are with their fans, yeah. it's like they're they're the same thing. And everyone that's a fan also has a band somehow. So there's like forty thousand hardcore bands. So everyone at the show has a band, and then the the band that you're watching is the band. And it's just like yeah. this crazy circle of like, you know, like you and I could probably start a hardcore band in probably ten minutes, right? And then and I started a hardcore band the other day. Oh, I started a new hardcore band the other day. Yeah. Okay. How's it doing? It's great. I can. It's do you want to? Um, What's it called? We're writing songs. Well, it's me and my friends back home. Now that I live back home, right. it's like once again I'm like starting with my friends in Welland, and I, I hit him up, and he's like, he he now has become this really big kind of recording artist and all this shit. And I'm like, hey dude, I was like, do you want to start like a hardcore band? And he's just like, yes. And and I was You're just like, the next day, See, it was so funny. He has like a like recording studio and all this shit. I feel like that's how Dude, easy no, it is to start I, a hardcore band. I, you just we, go like, and, you and the be next in a day, band? he was like, "Check this out. We're already in a band." He's, he's <laughs> we're a band. We are a band. We went. It's the same as podcasting. Hardcore, hardcore is the yeah. same as podcasting. Anybody can do it. That's what and I'm getting at. Everyone does that's it together. That's exactly. And, yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what I'm getting at. Same as podcasting, podcasting is complete hardcore, garbage. Hardcore, hardcore. Yeah, without hardcore podcasting, it would have never happened because this is about just like speaking your mind, man. Well, that's the thing about podcasting that I think about too is like I know that we are, you know, we're podcasters and we're alternately maybe some of the best podcasters in the world and at the same time, two of the worst podcasters on the planet. And and that and this space is full we're of certainly people. not the best. We're certainly not the best. Well, I can that, say that. That was a joke. Uh, and, but this space is full of people who like, just like hardcore music, you just pick up a couple mics and you get to work. You know, I feel like hardcore bands, like you start a hardcore band, like every 10 minutes, another one starts and you can have a long and storied career with just a couple mics and a couple pieces of equipment. Hardcore, Man, there's some bad hardcore bands that are thing. massive. There's some bad, bad hardcore bands that are massive. There's bad music for everything. I think there's bad, like, you know, it's the same thing in graffiti. Like there, I'm sure there's some horrible graffiti writers that actually aren't that great that are massive. Absolutely. And it's just like they got their own lane. Well, they got not, their own lane. They're not massive. They're not massive in like those those horrible graffiti writers are probably bigger outside of graffiti because they're yeah. perceived as being really good at like there's a lot of people who were prolific, but I never thought were even that good. They just did a lot of it and they did it clean. Right? right. But even if you, but by virtue of that, if you do a lot of it and you're clean for long enough, it just becomes good because it just keeps going and you can't stop yep. it. And you have to the respect The business is someone. good. Good on you. Good on you. You got to respect. You got to respect so, the diligence. So, see, Jason, how, how does, how's this working out, producer? What's, how'd this work out? You thought this worked out? What? What's wrong with Metalcore is one of the questions. I don't even know what that is. Uh, what's wrong with Metalcore? Metalcore is, um, 
I don't know when it was exactly. I think it was birth right around the time that I left hardcore. And I think like Avenged Sevenfold and all these other kind of like, like met like like eyeliner when when hardcore bands turned into like hair metal bands looking and then they played like sporadic like tech metal type stuff is when i was just like okay i'm out and that's when i got really into like way into drugs yes. and only listened to like neil young and i was just like i need because i dipped out of the hardcore scene hard for years and i was just like i'm out of here and i just went heavy into drugs and like grew my hair long and only listened to like threat the one thing that i always listened through no matter what was always like metal and I think, and, and now I listen, like, I think hardcore, I, I'd always listen to my favorite bands, but I think like I dipped out of that whole scene for like five years Yeah, and like, just like went like, and that, I think that coincided with me, like working really hard at restaurants and like working in kitchens and only listening to like, you know, most restaurants, like all you're listening to is like ACDC in the kitchen or some <laughs> like whoever the, you know, something like that, you know, honestly, like most kitchens, like back in the day, like the chef would come in and be like, bring his like back in black tape and be like, uh, uh, like just bring like, ugh, you know, speaking of, I came across a, a copy of kitchen confidential. Okay. Oh, and it was just at, it's been at my girlfriend's house. So I need something mm -hmm. to read at night. I'm started reading it. And I was like, I never, I've never really, like, I'm aware of Anthony Bourdain. He seems like a really cool guy. I've kind of seen his shows. I never really did a deep dive on that guy. Yeah. But I've been super aware of him. He seems like a cool dude. I saw him doing stuff with, like, where he's interviewing different people. The thing with David Cho was really cool and all these different things. But I read his book, which is his launch pad. And I read half of it in a couple nights. And it's fucking good. Like, it's really, it's like, great. it's really, like, he's got a really nice, like, there's something about his voice. It's pop. It's just the cadence. You can hear it. You yeah. can hear it. And and uh, and it's really like he seems to be honest and earnest, and he's telling a story. And like you really, he's a descriptive writer. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's 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 it's. Um, he's a great dude. I used to read all of his nonfiction books, and like he has like a bunch of books. He has about more than like, one book. Oh, he has a bunch. Oh, and he has like he wrote like actual books about. He wrote about this one. There's a uh, uh, one book's called like Bone in the Throat. Um, which was a really good, I don't, I forget like I, all or from college, nonfiction. Okay. Or no, wait, fiction. Fiction. You're See, I'm always so fiction. confused. See, fiction. I'm such an idiot. He yeah. wrote like stories. He wrote stories. Stories is fiction. Well, Kitchen Confidential, yeah. I under, I, I, I finally kind of understood, like, and I never understood this whole explosion of chefs and cooking and all these things. I feel like he was a part of that, right? Because he's like laughing yeah. at, he's making fun of like Emerald and like some of these like TV guys. And he's talking about being in the trenches in New York and like working in the, uh, what is it? Like the Rainbow Room, all wow. these different places. And yeah. and he's talking about like, he's talking about them playing um, the Wagner's uh, thing from Apocalypse Now at the beginning of like, they're all like playing this music to yeah. get all hyped up on the cooking and the drugs and the fucking and all this stuff. And it's like, really interesting and i understand how people can you know i can understand how like a young maddie uh read that at some point and said oh, i want to be a chef because that looks fucking tight oh man you know and like dude i bought that the first my, my i remember because it came out the year i started cooking school right so when that book came out i remember my chef chef bevan uh when chef bevan he was this big irish guy big fucking giant giant red irishman and he told, he was just like, you guys should all check out, you guys should read this book called Kitchen Confidential. Yeah. And I remember, I was like, okay, cool, man. And I went and I had no money, so I went and stole it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I have multiple copies of it. And, um, you know, it's one of those things I was always so afraid because I think, like, I never met 
Anthony or Tony as everyone calls him. But um, I was always so afraid to meet him because I was like, if he's a dick, I I, I think I looked up to him so much. So hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I was just like, if that guy doesn't like, and it's so funny because I see like in later interviews, he's like, dude, the amount of times like cooks come up and like give me a bag of coke or like do this, like you know, like they're just like, hey, dude, and he's like, I don't want your coke, I don't know who the fuck you, like he would always be like, you know, and it's such a funny thing because I'm like, I'm in that place, I'm not in the same place as he is, but I understand fandom now actually right. and i'm like i would have totally cooked it i would have tried to be too cool yeah and be like hey like let's go do some coke and yeah. he was like i don't want to do coke with you you're already so high on coke and you're sweating yeah get away from me you're like, like, ah, like watch I this <laughs> he's like oh god yeah. get away from me yeah, yeah like i would have been that guy so like yeah. Every time he did a thing in Toronto, I never went. Yeah. Every time, like, you didn't want to I, I stayed yourself. as, I just stayed so far away from the whole thing because I was just like, I don't want to be, you know, I, and I'm like, I, I don't want to be friends with him. I don't want to do anything. But I was like, it was so funny because it was just like, I was so afraid to meet him. And then when he, it's crazy, when he passed away, I was in New York City and I was recording my, I, I, I did the the vinyl. I read my, my first cookbook. Yeah. And, you know, to say that he like, you know, obviously I was heavily influenced by his storytelling yeah. and I was recording his, uh, sorry, I was recording my, um, audio cookbook, which was like the first time doing something like that. And, and when he passed, I was in my, ho I was staying at the Bowery hotel and I like, it was, I, I was in a f complete fog and I woke up that morning in New York city and I called my my editor and I was like, I don't think I can do this kind of thing. And I was just like, I think I'm kind of, I'm fucking, I'm shook. And he was just like, dude, everyone's shook. He's like, it's crazy. And I was just like, and I think just the way that it went down and it was just like, it was one of those things where everyone was just like, what? And it just took the wind out of everyone's sails so hard. And like, it was like a punch to the gut. And it was just like one of those things where I'm like, fuck. But I'm like, I, I still am, so happy that I never met him because I get to hold him in this light. That the highest is... regard possible. Yeah, it's yeah, it's like a... it's just one of those things where yeah. it's just like he was friends and he was in such a circle that I could have jumped into at any moment. You know, he was friends with like a lot of my really good friends, but it just like I don't know. I was so afraid that I would fuck it up. That I was just like I never put myself in a situation where I knew like he did so many things in Toronto and I was just like I'm not going down there. I'm not like <laughs> I'm like. No way, because I know that I would, I would be, I'd get too fucked up. I know that I would get too fucked up, and I would have fucking, I would have like, you know, like there's parts of me that I was like, I'm gonna get so wasted, and then I'm gonna go and like pick them up. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah, or yeah, like you yeah. know, like uh, like things in my brain, Dumb and I'm ideas. like, I'm so, yeah. I'm like, what am I doing? I'm yeah. like, I just need to like. That was one thing where I'm like, that is, I'm not even gonna try to touch that. But he it's, was the king. It's he's crazy like he, that he's he, um yeah. It's crazy that a guy like that, right? who did so much in his life, uh, built such a life for himself, built, built, made a TV show where he traveled and ate and hung out with people. Dude, for 17 years. Right. He was and making, then, he made television for 17 years. That's crazy. And then after all of that, he kills himself, right? He hung himself. And he? the punkest thing, the punkest thing about him actually. Yeah. Is, um, he never took spawn. Like even when he, he did a Cadillac thing and it, it he, it somehow blew up. He did one fucking ad or something. He did a commercial for like Cadillac. What a nice brand, you know, like a huge thing. It's an iconic fucking automobile. And it, it, it like 
because he never did any sponsorship stuff and it blew back. And I, and I still remember, I was just like, man, that's so crazy. Cause I'm like, I, I'll take anybody's money. I'm yeah. the opposite. Like I'm yeah. like, yeah. I'm, I know that I'm cool. I'm yeah. okay with it. And I understand the game where I'm like, I'm going to take money and I'm going to do cool shit with it. Yeah. And I, I've made, I've, I'm at ease with that. Cause yes. I understand the game that I'm playing actually. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and, and it was so crazy. They released, like, it was crazy. Like he is one of the most famous people. And I think he had like $700,000 in his assets. He had like $700,000 in assets. That's crazy. And I'm like, that guy was so brilliant and so, um, like, you know, he like changed so many people's lives. And and he made, he was so, people like, it, it was, cra it's crazy, actually. 17 and then years, when I, I saw that. 17 years on the air, 700K in assets. Yeah. And it was like, I was just dark. like dumbfounded. I think a lot of people were like dumbfounded. But that's the reality of like, if you don't monetize yourself, you don't make TV, money from TV, period. You never will. Unless you're like friends or something. You know, like he wasn't getting a million dollars an episode. He was maybe, probably getting I mean, like 25K. I, I, I want to say, I want to say that he was, a, I want to say, yeah, Maddie, he didn't have the money, but he was happy, but he obviously wasn't happy either because he fucking offed himself. But, so yeah, I know. But that's the know. thing. Like it, 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 he really was like, he was actually very like, and I, and it's so funny because like he was just, he, he was genuinely the real deal. Yeah. And it's just like, that's the thing. Like he's actually whatever his beliefs were, he stood by him because he didn't take the money, man. And I think it's just like he made he made his own money the way that he did, and I and it, it just like it's crazy because I'm like I understand like, um, but there must I have been know. something. It's just there like, must have been something off with 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 his whole deal because even the you know I guess I don't know best selling books. I mean he's got to have production on that TV show. He's got to have. But that's more the money. thing too is like I even understand like it, it is it is a wild. Um, he should have had more money than that. I mean this is dark. Yeah, We're counting. This I honestly money, think but, like, so. Like, I think something, it, but, but it's all, something was off. He has sold so many books. He yeah. has sold. Just think of the amount of books that he has sold, and it's like, and he has books. He has cookbooks. He has he has uh, probably you know eight books, maybe more. And it's just like it, it is a wild. Um, it, it's just like a wild thing where I was just like, it, it really makes me like, I'm just like, I just want to have like, you know, where I come from a working class family yeah. and I like everything that I'm trying to do is like, I want to set up like my grandkids. Yeah. Like I'm trying to like get to a place where I'm like, I want my grandkids to be like taken care of somehow or something, you know, like I'm just like, I don't know. And it's just like, it's just like different tokes for different folks. You know, I liked it that, you know, I'm talking about this, trying to celebrate the life of Anthony Bourdain and then, it turns into you spinning out about whether or not you're making enough money for your grandkids. And now it's a, you know, it, it's not a cautionary tale about sadness and the happiness of life. And why did he do it? But it's about why didn't he bank more and uh, where's the money? Right. So yeah. where's the money? Again, but the, I think, this, but honestly, the, I don't this, know. Like, cause I get it. I'm like, you're not happy. I understand. Yeah. I, I get it. It's, it's, it got too much. <clears throat> the world is too much. I mean, know? look, the money and I think it's just like one of those things where I think, if Pardon? you're unhappy, uh, money doesn't do anything for you, anyways. And he obviously didn't have either one. Nothing of those does things. anything. Nothing. You know, yeah. Nothing. I, I learn it every day. <laughs> nothing, nothing can make, can make you, happy you happy except for you know hiking, meditating, um, and that doesn't. Two tones. Two tones routine. If yeah. you do, uh, if you two do tones my routine, routine my it. routine, you'll be happy. Um, so yeah, great. And that's it. Powerful truth, angels. Is that it? Thank we you. Done? Are we out of here?